Welcome to Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast all about youth ministry culture, leadership, and strategy, led by two local youth pastors, along with other youth leaders from around the country. Now here's your hosts, Matt Willingham and John Kilowatt. Hey, what's going on, everyone? We are here today, two guys talking youth ministry. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for today. <laughs> hey, we're excited to be here. We uh, have a great, uh, well, I guess we think it's a great session today yeah. for them. Yeah, PJ. I mean, we're basically living this session right now in our We are. Ministry, we are so. in the season of this session right now that, yeah. that we're going to be talking about today. Um, this will, Transitioning will be out of ministry. Trans- <laughs> no, no, that's not the no, 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 no. That's not the season <laughs> we're in. No, we're definitely not transitioning out of ministry. If we are, I guess you just released, you broke the ice <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, today we've got something we're going to be sharing, and then this will be, I guess, like the catapult into the fall season yeah we'll we'll go back we've got some guests lined up uh that'll be coming up right around the corner on the episodes coming up i know you're going to love it it's going to be exciting but hey, we want to say thanks to all of you who are listening you're downloading you're sharing the podcast sharing the episodes hey we want to hear from you uh like uh, the podcast man share it yeah uh, give us some reviews but also we'd love to hear from you uh maybe hear some stories of of things that maybe you might have heard and you implemented and it works uh Maybe yeah. you heard something and you implemented it and you're like, that was terrible. That was a terrible idea. Why Worst did y'all tell idea me? Worst idea ever. Uh, but no, hopefully that's not happening. But uh, email us at John at EssentialCoaching.us yes. and Matt at EssentialCoaching.us. Yes, email us there. And also, man, that's where you can ask some questions yeah. uh, so we can hopefully answer them. If we don't have the answers, we definitely want to get people on here who can help us. And today we're actually answering a question that several people have asked, PJ. And today we're going to be talking about the title of our podcast is, go ahead and give it to him, PJ. Effective Outreach Nights. Effective Outreach yeah. Nights. That was so eloquently I, put. Because uh, we probably all have done some type of an outreach night, and we realized it was not what we wanted to be like in now, our head, right? When we talk about outreach nights, what does that what does that mean, PJ? Like, what are we talking about when we say effective outreach nights? Yeah, it'd be like uh, reaching out. That's very right? good. <laughs> That's very good. No, it'd be like you're really what you're doing is you're you're trying to give, I guess, your students an opportunity to have a night that is focused completely about their friends. Yeah, like giving their friends. Um, an environment, which hopefully our environment is conducive to people inviting people every service night. Right. But this one is is just something where, man, we're I guess we're really tr- just trying to like, for lack of a better term, like put a shot in the arm, like just yeah. really trying to ramp up every aspect of our service, really get our leaders pumped about it, get our students pumped leading up to it, and uh, you know what? Even just having everybody's minds going into that event or multiple events just mm-hmm. thinking like man i am going to invite as many people as i can Boom. not for numbers but for life change like yeah. that for me that's that's an outreach i night. like how you put that that was so well put pj so basically like a shot in the arm for your yeah. youth ministry yeah and i think what you said is very important of course we want students bringing their friends every week right we want to have guests every week but when we talk about outreach nights what we're right. simply talking about is those nights those times of the months those times of the year yeah. that we're specifically going for our our probably our our nights will have more of an evangel evangelistic yeah. feel yeah. and now I know like every youth pastor PJ and you and I we talk about this quite often and right. I, you and I even know our vein every youth pastor and every pastor 
every minister, they kind of have a vein. You know, some people are more yeah. discipleship heavy. Right. Some people are more uh, evangelism heavy. Right. Some people might be more like worship heavy, like those yeah. type of things. But I think it is important in youth ministry and, and maybe in ministry in general to uh, take times to really be, you know, we try to be pretty balanced here, but to really yeah. be very driven yeah. and and even purposeful yeah. um, in the like evangelism uh, evangelism field that we're going right. for in our youth ministry. And I would say the first thing about that is to really understand, you know, again, PJ, a lot of people say, well, we should be evangelizing all the time. Well, you're absolutely right. We should. Right. Friends should be, students should be telling their friends about Jesus all the time. But I think it's a biblical principle the Bible talks about. There's a time to reap. There's a time to sow. Yeah. Right, time to mourn, time to cry. We do a lot yeah, of crying. I'll be <laughs> time honest. Time to be happy. Um, I, you know that. Was, <laughs> I, I think, like you said, crying. I think that what we should do, though, too, What's man, that? is we should let them, like, give them a glimpse into some of the outreaches that we've done here. <laughs> yes, in our, like, for, we've done, like, for instance, we've done multiple nights. Yes. A lot of them themed. Yes. One in particular. Yes. We did an outreach night. It I remember. A, I know exactly was, what you're going to talk American about. It was American Idol night. American Idol night. Right? That it we was literally. Very, <laughs> it was very media driven that night. And we literally almost quit ministry and quit our friendship that we, night in we, ministry. Uh, we were back in the sound booth. Stuff wasn't working right, and uh, it got intense. <laughs> it got intense. In the sound booth. And I had to go preach right after that. But yeah. <laughs> And I thought we were going to – listen, so for those of you who don't it's know. It's a high-stakes night. Yeah, That's it why. <laughs> it's a high-stakes night. There's a lot on the line. It came down to yes. do or die, and uh -huh. we felt like we were dying yeah. in that minute. And for so. those of you who don't know, PJ and I are very close. We're – we're literally like brothers, and uh, yeah. yeah, that night was definitely a night that our brotherhood came out. Um, oh yeah. But basically, I say that to just to give the importance. I do think, PJ, that there is times in our ministry seasons that we've got to understand. Okay, this is a time to plant seed. Yeah, absolutely. This is a time that God's growing the seed. But the the most exciting. All right, hey, this is a season. This is a time of harvest, which means yeah. we're going to throw the net out there like crazy, and. And prayerfully, um, you know, bring in a lot of fish, bring yeah. in, bring in a lot of souls, and so, so that's what we want to talk about today. Is um, so, how do we do those effective outreach nights? And listen, we know, PJ, you just you just mentioned it. We know there's a million different ways to do outreaches, right. million things. You, matter of fact, just like just uh, fire hoses for a minute. Just give some ideas. What's some stuff you, Man, we've done? We've done, we've done, like we've done, like I said, sometimes they're big, like whatever's popular in that moment. We've done Fear Factor nights back in the day when Fear Factor was huge. Which was disgusting. Yeah, it was gross. We had our kids do ridiculous stuff that I feel like if we did them today, we would not be working at our no, church right probably now. probably not. Probably not. Um, we had a lot less to lose back then. Yeah, I guess you could we say. We were young. <laughs> yes. So, um, we've done we've done things like we did sewer night where we made our entire youth room look like um, like basically a sewer. Yeah. Like we had running water sounds, dripping mm. water sounds in the background. Everything was like garbage bags. We literally trashed our entire youth room. We did. Um, you mentioned American Idol Night. American right? Idol Night. We did mentioned Prison that. Break, yep, where prison break. all of our leaders were dressed up in like, uh, like prison, like scrubs, I guess. You yeah, know? yeah. Like you could say, and like we were doing that. We were chained up, and we we're talking about, you know, free. Obviously, you can think of the potential sermons you can do from Prison Break. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've done, man, a lot of different things like that. Amazing Grace. I mean, you yeah. can name it. Yeah, I feel like we've done it. And if weight loss it, challenge, weight loss challenge, tons I, of stuff. I didn't lose any weight during that challenge. I either. didn't either. I didn't so either. It was crazy. Matter of fact, I gained a lot of weight. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it, it didn't work crazy. very well. Yeah. But but so basically, that's just kind of some ideas, some things we've done in the past, 
And, uh, and I so kind of go like, ahead. I just real quick, like maybe like with this with this podcast, something that would be cool. Find us on Facebook if you have uh, outreach events that you've done. Oh yeah, I'll be honest with you. We'll we'll share this on our Facebook, and then we're gonna create a stream. Like, yo, if you've done outreach nights, just throw some ideas out there. Cause I'll tell you what, sometimes you hear an idea of an outreach, and then somebody else grabs it. Like, yo, I'm gonna do that. I Maybe like this that. would be a cool podcast to get some dialogue. Hey, going. that would be good. So go so. share that. If you're not following us uh, or friend with us at Essential Coaching, yeah, uh, just look up Essential Coaching on Facebook, yeah, and uh, and start sharing some stuff there. We'd love to blast it out to the networks yeah. that we have. And uh, so, PJ, let's just dive in today. So we're going to share some things. How do you have an effective outreach tonight? Again, this right. is just just some of this is, is experience. Some of this is our opinions. Yeah. Some people might say so, some uh, other different things. We. This is just us, uh, 13, going on 14 years of doing youth ministry, things yeah. we've done well, things we haven't done so well, of how do you do an effective outreach tonight. The first thing we would say, PJ, and that's where it starts right off the top, because, yeah. again, we're going after souls. We're going after lost people. The first thing you need to do when you start an outreach night is simply pray. Boom. There you go. You got to pray. And listen, I think that um, sometimes what we do is we start praying, like, leading up to the event, like the events on a Sunday night. We start praying on Saturday. I think that our prayer, when we've noticed, like, if we're thinking, man, we want to do an outreach in the fall, we really start praying about, God, what are we going to do starting, like, the spring or even the winter before? Mm -hmm. Because really what it takes is we've got to know that whatever we're planning is going to be right for that time in our ministry and for our youth group and, and honestly, for our church. We want to make sure that what we're doing is something that God actually wants us to do, and it's not just something to do for the sake of doing. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we pray leading into it. That's so that true. Every everything that we do for the months leading up to it in our youth group really are kind of like gearing towards that event and, and laying the foundation for it. Yeah, So um, absolutely. And for example, PJ, we have an outreach that starts uh, next week, yeah. which is the first Wednesday in September. Right. And when it came to our team, uh, to our leadership team, for prayer focus, for talking points, even to our students, we started yeah. back June-ish yeah, already. Right. Like, hey, this is where we're going in three, September. Yeah, we've, so we've been doing this really for, for a solid three months of, of just prayer. Yeah. We actually, um, Matt, we don't, we don't even sit down and brainstorm themes until we know our leaders have been praying about it for right. two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, really, it really focuses, and it's crazy how when you sit down then when you're leaders and you get a lot of people throwing out very, very similar ideas because they were all praying about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So. And I think that's a very big key is because, again, during an outreach, we're intentionally going after, and again, Hopefully I'm not going to balance this too much. I know like every week we're doing that. We're going after souls every week. We're going after, uh, you know, lost people every week. We know that. But personally, I think, PJ, and I know you'd agree with this, but when we intentionally start going after lost people, intentionally yeah. going after the lost students on our campus, like, let's be real. I'm not going to preach a sermon about it, but the devil's not too happy. No. The enemy's not, not too happy. He's about to lose ground that we're about to take back. Yeah. And so really, man, it starts with covering with prayer. Yeah, absolutely. Prayers where you get the wisdom, prayers where you get the ideas, prayers where you get the unity. Yeah. Um, and so so listen, if you're doing a, if you're doing an outreach and and you haven't even prayed about it and you mm -hmm. haven't spent some time seeking God's face, I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna fall flat on your face yeah. quickly on this. And, and uh, that's happened. Yeah, I'm and, let you know. and, we've, and we've absolutely that. been there. And so so the first thing we would say is definitely um, 
Definitely prayer. Start praying for for yeah. the event. Get your leaders praying for the event. Get your students. You know, again, next week we 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 kick off the whole month of August. We were very, very, very intentional and even like tough on our students. Like, yeah. we told them, "Don't bring your friends. This this next month is for you." And we spent some very intentional time praying together on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. uh, doing some teachings together on Wednesdays that would get them geared up for what we're doing in September. So start with prayer. Uh, if you want to have an effective outreach tonight, that's where it's got to start with prayer. The second thing, PJ, we would say to them, if you want to have an effective outreach tonight, is simply what? You need to know what your target is. I love it. You have to know what is the goal. What are you, what are you aiming for mm-hmm. with this outreach? Is it, to, is it to just simply get people in the door and let them know that your church is even in the community? Okay. Know what your target is. Is, right. your, is your goal to build... Your youth group, you've you've come to the realization I've got solid leaders. Um, I've got I've got enough leaders trained up and ready to just love on students. Uh, beyond this one night, we're going to be able to effectively keep it. Um, and you're like, I want our youth ministry to grow. Know that that's your target. Mm-hmm. If if it's if it's simply just going to be like, hey, let's have a party, then just know what your target right. is. Know what your goal is, but yeah. aim at something. Don't go in there. Just firing at the hip and saying, "Well, if we grow, we grow. That'll be great." But we just we really got to know what that what that target truly is. And like so, for example, PJ, what you're saying is, is so if we go into an outreach, and, and I know we've talked a lot us about small groups a lot, and we do a whole podcast on that. And if we go into an outreach and we say, "All right, our goal is for students to connect with small groups and right. their small group leaders," and when we do that outreach, we spend no time for that to happen. Right. With small groups, in small groups, then, then we failed our we goal. Failed. We failed Absolutely. our target. Like if, if you're if you're if you want your DNA to be we're a youth group of small groups and we've got eight, nine, ten, twelve small groups and you go through an entire night without breaking out into small groups or hyping small groups and you just think that next Wednesday they're gonna be all about it, it's probably not gonna happen. Yeah. That's it's probably good. not going to happen. That's really good. And vice versa, let's just say, like, hey, I just want this to be a cool, pumped up, hyped up night, you know, that we'll share the message. And if you walk in and your goal is hype, pumped yeah. up night, cool, different atmosphere, and nothing's different about your youth service or nothing's right. different about, or the atmosphere is not yeah, hyped it's up, all the same. night pumped, not pumped, you know, then mm-hmm. again, you've totally missed your target, right. totally missed out on what you wanted to yeah, do. Absolutely. I love it. So, prayer. Knowing your target, knowing your goal. And a lot of the times, I will like to add, these two, I think, go hand in hand. If you've been praying about it leading up to it, I think God's going to reveal to you what your target should be for this stage in your youth ministry. And, And that's the thing. A lot of times we hear of other people doing certain types of outreaches, and we think that ours need to be exactly like theirs, almost like an outreach in a box, and you give me your stuff, and I'm going to do it exactly that way. It might not work for you because that's not where your student ministry is at right now. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just God doesn't have you in that in that place to do that type of outreach. So you got to pray and find out what is going to fit my community, my students, what is going to be what's going to really click. So yeah. I think they work hand in hand. And I think, too, I had one more thing too there, PJ, that you was hitting on when it comes to your target and your goal. I would even say to all of us, including ourselves and challenge us is don't be afraid to even set a growth target. Right. And a, and a growth goal of like, hey, I want to see our small groups increase by such and such percent. Right. Hey, I want to see X amount of guests yeah. show up. I want to see X amount of students during this outreach. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to, to, to do uh, what you said in, 
too, PJ. Like to pray, to pray and get the goals and get the, the dreams that you have. And then, because I think, I think there's power when you begin to set goals like that. Yeah. Not just as a youth pastor and as your youth team, but when you set goals like that for your students. Mm-hmm. And you're just very transparent. Like, hey, our goal is we want to see 100 first-time guests, you know, yeah. on this night. Or we want right. to see 100 first-time guests right. walk through our doors. Like, that, that to me, like, then motivates students, too, and even makes them dream of, like, okay, that's a big goal. Like, right. we've got to have God we got, this. And, yeah, we and gotta, we need Jesus yeah, to show up absolutely. to do this. You know, and so yeah. so don't be afraid of those type of things as well. And, again, we won't preach sermons about that, but we can we can get really hyped up talking about prayer and, and, and what your target and the goal of the night is. The third thing we would say to you of, of not only do we want you praying and not only is it important to know the target, but we would say when it comes to your outreach nights, you want it to be different, but yet still carry your DNA. Right, right. And like what I'm talking about now is your actual youth service, your youth night. You want it to be different, but you want it to still carry your DNA. Right. For, and, and like what I mean by that is, is I think a lot of times in youth ministry, this is where we can get the bad rap. A lot of times if we're not careful, just in the church world in general, we use the old bait and switch right. thing. No, you know? that's true. Absolutely true. And so they come to our student ministry. You know, for example, they come to our student ministry, and listen, we do concerts. We've done special guests, and and we did one back in April. But yeah. they come to our youth ministry, and it's not your normal youth band, but it's like this killer youth band. Exactly. And this dude who's rapping on the stage and, like, just tearing, shredding on the mic. And then they come back the next week, and it's like, Four teenagers on the stage leading worship. That's yeah. you know, right? That is like okay, but it's not like what they right. saw last week. And then they're like, "What happened to what yeah, I saw last what week?" What happened to that band? Nobody yeah. even said this was a special band. It'd yeah, be, right. It'd be a lot like for an outreach night bringing in a killer speaker like Jonathan Ball, and then next week, absolutely, and then next week it's yeah. you on the stage, and <laughs> exactly. you, and it's almost like you don't even know how to read. And have right. you ever spoken in public? Before? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess that'd be a lot like yeah. that. And then exactly that is exactly. <laughs> I think you're dead on, PJ. But but you said something good there, and again. Our personal opinion doesn't right. mean this is exactly. the letter of the law. I think personally, having a special speaker yeah. in for your outreach nights is doing is doing some damage and is doing some harm. Right. Now, listen again, just totally my opinion. But if a student comes and they hear, and I don't think I'm the greatest communicator in the world, mm-hmm. but they hear, you know, this amazing uh, worship team, and then this guy come to the stage and and then just preaches the house down. Right. Well, they're going to come back next week, and they're going to hear our home worship team, and they're yeah. going to hear me speak. And neither of listen, and, and more and like, and they're almost going to be let down, yeah. you know. And they're not terrible, right? And and that's why it's not because like you don't want to like, oh man. You, you're making the assumption my band and my preaching are not good. That's not it. But right. it's not it's not the DNA of right. that ministry. It's not the day in day out. Yeah. Now how do you how do you make that happen? Is um like a lot of the times we like we maybe will like for instance if we normally do four or five worship songs maybe for an outreach night what what would we do? Would do like two killer songs. Yeah, that two we're songs hit a home that on. they do good and yeah. we know that they've done several times and it's killer. They've practiced it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do two songs. Awesome. Yeah. The same pan. They're gonna see the same faces up there next week that they saw this week and it's a and it's the same exact exact band. Yeah. Type of thing and and instead of like creating like this enormous like rap like concert or this band coming in we'll create a segment within the outreach right night, like a, a window like a yeah. 10 minute window of something like like crazy and like hyped up and mm-hmm. amped so it's like you're creating moments inside of what a normal youth night right. would look like yeah so to speak yeah absolutely i think that's so good pj that's that's a great point of like you said to create windows 
that they understand this is special and right. they understand like, hey, we've got a guest rapper in tonight yeah. to hang with us, but they're still getting your home team experience. They're yeah, still getting exactly. all right, this is still the youth pastor. The youth pastor might communicate yeah. different. You might have and you know, we'd highly suggest you might have more creative elements Ex- yeah, in, you know, in that your night message. within yeah. your message than what you may normally have. Maybe there's a human video yeah. that you normally don't use human videos or there's yeah. a spoken word or there's yeah. you know, and, and hopefully we're using creative elements throughout Regardless, but but at that night you might amp up your yeah. creative elements a little yeah. bit. Um, might give out a token that night at yeah. the end of your message, and you don't do tokens every week, but right. but you know so there might be that. But they're still like you said, PJ. They're still getting the core yeah. DNA. Okay, this is what the student ministry yeah. is about. This is what you know. You know they're about small groups. They, they are. Mm-hmm. That's their youth pastor that right. speaks. There's the that's the worship team that sings, and yeah, yeah. they've got all these special things. But 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 when it comes down into it. Um, you know, because I think, again, a lot of times we can hype up an, an outreach night so right. well. Yeah. And, again, which is so easy. And we want them to be hype. But then if we're not careful when they come back to, quote, a normal youth group night, mm-hmm. it's almost like there's this huge letdown and this huge, like, yeah. what in the world was last week? This is this is not the youth group I was at last right. Wednesday or right. last Sunday or last Thursday. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you just want to be careful of that. Make sure that, you know, make sure that you're that you're doing something. That is uh, that is good, and that you're doing something that is quality, um, and then at the same time though that is still uh, your DNA. Now again, the next thing we would say to you, again, totally our opinion, right? Yeah. We talked about prayer, we talked about knowing what your target is, we talked about uh, doing something different, you know, maybe incorporating some different things, but still keeping it within your right. DNA. And, and again, the next one, totally our opinion. Totally something we would say. I know people would say otherwise. But the next thing, PJ, I would say this. I'm going to let you talk about it. Make your outreach night something more than just a one-night event. Yeah, Now, before we talk about why we think we should do that, or why why we think it should be more than 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 one night, and why more than one night works better. Right. What are some things that you would say that that don't work so well with just doing one night? When when we're doing just one night, like a, a big aspect of that is again, it is it's getting people in your door on a certain evening or a certain service, and now all of a sudden. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, okay, I was here. This was awesome. And then they're asking the question, now what? You know, they're asking the yeah. question, like, okay, I was there. It was great. Um, it was a party. But what like, what do I have? Like, what, what's the reason to come back? What, what is this? What is this? Is, is it like this next Wednesday or next Sunday at your next service? Or what am I going to expect next Sunday? What we've noticed is when we have just one night, um, that sometimes is not enough to um, convince somebody you're welcomed here and this is your student ministry and not your friend's student yeah. ministry. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's something, there's a number that we found. If we can get somebody in our doors, how many times, Matt, will they start to make that transition from your student ministry to my student ministry? How many yeah. times is this? The stat is that if you can get a student to come in your youth ministry, at least three or four times, they within, say within a certain like within yeah, a six week time period. I within think a, within a six week time period, if you can get a student to come in your youth ministry three or four times, yeah. now I know that's a lot. That means they're not missing, yeah. you know, very much that those weeks. But if you get a student to come in within three or four weeks to your student ministry within a six to eight week uh, time time period, yeah. that they're more likely. I believe the stat is they're, that they're eighty two percent more likely yeah. to land at your youth ministry and to stay. 
yeah. versus just doing like a one-time big, like, boom, here we are. Right. And let's go. And because PJ, too, will talk, you know, and let's talk about this more. Like, for example, you mentioned Prison Break earlier. Right. And I, I remember that night very well. Yeah. Because that was probably one of our best one-night events Listen, we've ever done. That one-night event, I can honestly say, Matt, our youth ministry almost tripled that yeah. night. At, at, that, at that moment in time, I remember, PJ, uh, we, we were still doing ministry together as far as junior high and senior high in the same service, same room. And at that moment in time, we were running roughly. Uh, and again, I know numbers aren't important, but I'm just, I just want to give you a, I just kind of give you an idea of, of what we did that night. We was running roughly at that time 80 to 90 students a week. We did our prison break night. And we had a little, um, or almost 300 students that right. night. I it mean, was, the room was slam-packed. Listen, like, slam-packed. It was out of control. And we went, like, we came out of that night, and we were just like, all right, like, what? We've reached. Yeah. Like, we, we, we're there. Like, bro, let's go. Like, we're about, to, we're about to take off. The following week after prison break, our attendance was what, PJ? It was around 80 or 90. Yep. Uh, maybe we were at, like, 100. Like, we had a few more than normal, but I'm going to tell you what it wasn't. It wasn't 300. It wasn't wasn't close to 300. It was not close to 300. And And then that led us to wanting to go home and never do ministry again. We're we're done. And again, now we know there were some other things. We talked about it, the target on the wall. We talked about some... Uh, you know the the thing, the strategy. Talked about like keeping your yeah. DNA. Like those those are some of the things we did wrong on that night. But you know, but I guess like what we're trying to say is if you're just depending on that one night, which it, it, like, which is again, nothing wrong with that. If you're gonna if you're going to do a one night outreach, because listen, we understand like maybe like it's a budget thing. You're like, listen, I want to dump my budget into having a night like like you would never experience anywhere else. And you're just like, you know what? That's going to be that's going to be my night. Yeah. Right? If that's the case, then and then just be extremely strategic uh-huh. about making sure that they have something to come back to the next Wednesday or the next service. For example, right? PJ, we we learned from that example uh or from that prison break night when when we would do a one night uh, outreach night, it'd yeah. be killer, it'd be it'd be cool. We always had something to invite them back to the exactly. following week. An invite and it, card. An invite card. And it was always a series yes. that we knew would intrigue their interest. Like we would do a series on sex. We would yeah. do a series on um, on just relationships. Yeah. We would do a series on, I know as crazy as it sounds, a series on end times, yeah. on end of the world. Like it was always something of like, hey, thanks for coming. Yeah. Next week we start this new series on. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And immediately and they're like, Oh man, that would be cool to and check I, out. And I will tell you that sometimes what we do when we, when we do that is uh we will save a little bit of maybe like what we budgeted for our outreach night, and we will have something that we're hey come back next week we're giving away this fifty dollar yeah yeah you know right. Panda Express I don't know just fifty you know Best Buy card or like we what we do is we try to give them a reason. To well, you know what? I had fun tonight. I might as well come try this out again next Wednesday or right. next Sunday. You know, whatever it is, next service. Mm-hmm. And you and you really want to do that. But one thing that we do know that works that we've been doing, Matt, is is our outreaches are usually how how many how many nights? Do are usually our our outreaches usually last a whole month, a which whole would month mean long. four four nights of right. outreaches. Now right. I know it. I know right off the bat, people who hear just heard that are like, "How? What? Four yeah. nights? How in the world? Out a whole month?" Yeah. Listen, it it definitely. We will not lie to you. It definitely takes a lot more energy. Yeah. It's takes exhausting. A, takes a lot more strategy. Um, it takes a lot more of 
uh, just kind of trying doing your best yeah. to keep the momentum going. Yeah, you got to be creative with yeah. games. You got to you've got to be creative. Um, you know, with activities going on, we personally will have a lot of different small group things that are going on during that. And and honestly, because uh, both myself and Matt are hyper competitive, and that's probably why we almost ripped each other's faces off during American Idol Night. Uh, because uh, that's just like our our DNA is it's sports, it's it's competitive, it's it's have a good time, and so our our outreaches it's four it's basically four or five weeks of of small group competition. Yeah. Right. Right. Like we're gonna be doing some crazy small group competitions, and I'll be honest, it takes a decent chunk out of our service. Mm -hmm. Kids have a blast. We we've got our small groups themed. We've got our small groups. Um, having like like theme nights throughout right. the entire thing. Everything is points and 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 outreach and bring your friends. The largest like the small group that grows the most is going to get a trip to to I don't know Disney World or something. No, or, not I Disney know, World. What is Six Flags? I, I told them Disney World. No, middle hopefully school. you didn't. So, but but but, but, but immediately, yeah. immediately I know what people are saying like, well, y'all do big stuff. You like, is that within your DNA? Absolutely, because mm -hmm. we make it. You just said yeah. what we make it about. What do we make our outreach about? Small groups. Small groups. And that's, that's what our it is. DNA. And here's the thing is we've got right now, we've got nine small groups mm -hmm. that um, that break into small, like, like, like they're, we do nine large small groups that break into smaller small groups for discussion. But we've got nine small groups right now that have their students amped yeah. to destroy the other small groups Absolutely. next week. Absolutely. Like that's that's huge. They're doing all the they're doing all the hype. The students are like, we're gonna dominate rebel. We're gonna dominate fierce. You know, and and that's right. what's exciting about it. So. And again, the reason we do that, if if we could just give you a little cliff note version of, the the way we number one why we do multiple weeks is what we said earlier. If you can get students to come yep. back multiple times, yep. right? Um, and and I guess we don't even have time to talk to kind of flesh this whole thing out, but we call it House Wars. Right. And the name of our student ministry is The House. We call it House Wars. We don't have time on this podcast to flesh it out. Hey, email us. Yeah. Matt at Essential Coaching, John at EssentialCoaching.com. Hit us on dot Facebook. US. Or dot .us. Did I say dot .com? Yeah, that's all right. Dot .us. We all still love you. Hit us up on Facebook at Essential yeah. Coaching. If you're like, hey, I want to talk more about this to yeah. lay this out. We're very strategic about getting two things or several things. Number one, getting them to come back multiple times. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so it's a competition, and we'll just tell you, like, part of the competition is uh, you get points, and the thing that's worth the most points is people. Yeah, people, because so, that's the only thing And worth the more it. they come, the more they're worth. And yep. so, uh, so, so, so people are the points there, and that's how a small group, there's other ways that, are, you know, they get a few points here and there, but people are the main thing. So that makes, us, that makes them want to come back multiple times. And then the second thing is what you just said, PJ, we connect them with and to our small groups and to our small group leaders. Because, again, we don't want a room full of students thinking that it's coming and it's just about the right. guy on the stage speaking a sermon. Because it's not. Absolutely it's not. If, that was, if that's what we, were, we would be about, <laughs> then we, we would be in trouble. Yep. Um, we want them to connect to small groups. We want to connect them to their small group leaders. Yep. We want them to feel an ownership here, and we want them to come back multiple right. times. Right. And one thing, and, and this is just an us thing. It might be something you're like, hey, I've never thought of that. One thing we always do at the end of an outreach like this, Matt, is what? We have it. It's the last thing that we do. We have a retreat. Fall retreat, man. And, and I'm telling you right now, and historically, and this is just five seconds, if they come multiple nights during this outreach and we somehow get them to go on this retreat, they are 
they're stuck. In our, they're in our student yeah, ministry. Absolutely, they are. I mean, I like I I can I can't tell you one kid that's done that 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 they were not a part of our yeah. our house family. Afterwards. We've seen historically we do it four weeks and we have yeah. an, a fall retreat and fall retreat is yeah. technically kind of still part of the yeah. outreach that we're doing. But if a student comes two or three times to that outreach, yeah. then they're going to stick. If they come two or three times to our outreach and and come to our fall retreat life change i mean they're dude they're tra- i mean that's like, it. yeah it's game they, over for jesus them. transformed the life and and they usually don't go anywhere um we don't want to get us we could talk all day about that listen if you want to hear more about that again email us john at essentialcoaching.us matt at essential dot or matt at essentialcoaching.us and then hit us up on facebook yeah. essential coaching the last thing we would say this is the biggie this is where this we've is dropped it. it this is where we've dropped it a lot before so how do you have an effective Outreach night, prayer, starts with prayer. The second thing is figuring out what's your target, what's your goal. The third thing is to be different, make it exciting, make it extra, but still make it, like, keep it in your DNA, keep it in your wheelhouse. Uh, Again, the fourth thing, personally, just our opinion. One night's work great, but if there's a way that you can stretch it out to more than one night, even two nights, three nights, there's a way you can stretch it out to multiple nights, then I think you're going to have a better payoff as far as the retention rate. Um, Because, again, and, and again, I don't, I don't want to preach a sermon, PJ, but listen, that's why we do outreach. It's not just so we can go to Twitter and say, man, we had 350 students tonight. That's not what it's about. Listen, when I read the Bible, the Bible says that we're called to go make disciples, not go make converts, mm-hmm. right? And so it's easy in youth ministry. Is that the NLT version? Yeah, I think it is. Okay. It's easy in youth ministry, right? We know how, let's be honest, every youth pastor, youth leader who's listening to this, we know how to pull out the bells and the whistles and the yeah. stops, to pack a room out right. and to get 60 kids saved. And yeah. listen, that's great. That's amazing. But if you're not intentional with what you're going to do after that, listen, I just feel like that's not being a good steward no. of, of, the, of, the, of the new Christians that, that Christ is putting in our ministry. So, again, for us, multiple nights is helping us not just create converts but also create disciples yeah. and followers of Jesus Christ, which leads us to the last thing that we got to do, PJ, this and this ties is one it, ties it all ties together. it all in. It tie, this ties an entire student ministry together, but it's so important on the outreach night. If you're gonna do an outreach night, whether it's one night, look, maybe you're like, you know, what, forget you, you're an idiot. I'm always gonna do one night. That's totally cool. Yeah. Do your one night, but do this, do this, do as this, well. do this well, better than you ever have, and it's called follow up. Boom. Follow up with everyone. If you have a student that brought five or six friends, you better celebrate the living daylights out of that student because they did everything that you've been preaching from that pulpit every single day that you've been in it. As they did, they they figured it out. Follow up with everybody that was there for the first time. Follow up with everybody that maybe has been gone for three or four months, and now all of a sudden they came back for this outreach. And you know what? We made them feel like they never left. Like, follow up. But you need a system ready. Mm-hmm. You need a system ready for it. Absolutely. Because what are you going to do if you have, an out, have a killer outreach night, like we said, and it's one night, or it's spread out over four nights, and you get 60 students saved in yeah. one month, or 60 students saved in one night? Yeah. You better be a good steward with what right. God just blessed you with. And you got to follow up. You got to get some info on them. Uh-huh. If, you, if you're a student ministry of 35 or 40, and all of a sudden you have an outreach night, and you have 90 kids in here, and you did not get information on a single one of Ooh. them, what was the point? Oh. 
That that's enough to just maybe want to slap somebody. Get info on them. Uh-huh. If if they were there, listen, figure out, take them, drop a candy bar and a note in their mailbox yes. the next morning. Something, a handful of Skittles. I don't yeah, know, but figure out how to get them something. I like it. The following the following day or sometime that weekend, send them a note, give them a phone call, email them. I don't know. Ta- like get them on like post a picture and tag them on Facebook after you. Yeah. I don't know. Follow up. Yes. It's got to happen. Yeah, absolutely. That goes back to what we said earlier. What are you going to do to get them back? What are you going to do to appreciate them that they came that night, that month, whatever that looks like? And again, this is a, this is something we could talk a lot about of things that we do to follow up. PJ, yeah. you said something very, very good that, listen, I personally think it's Outreach 101. If you're not doing something to get yeah. information on every yes. student that walks in your youth ministry on that night or over those few nights that are coming in your youth ministry, if you're not doing something to get their information like that's ministry 101 and i'm going to say at least at least you got to if you don't know what to do with that information yet hey just get it get in touch with us we can help you because we have we're we're running out of time and we have a lot of things we could say about follow-up but it's not revolutionary now listen if you're like oh my gosh this is great i'm doing outreach next week what do i do i'm panicked listen all we do is we have a little slip slip of paper the size of a business card, name, phone number, email, uh-huh. grade, age. Is that it? That's it. That's it. Everybody fills that out in their small groups or Everyone. when they walk in the door. Everyone. And, and listen, if they don't, then they're not going to win that $25 gift card or that $50 gift card yeah. or they can't win the trip to wherever. You yeah. know, their name has to be turned in or else they do not get any of the benefits of their small group winning house wars. And then we ban them yeah, forever. They're, never, no, they're honestly not allowed back in No, we don't group. ban them. But, so, but yes, and it's nothing fancy at all. No, it's nothing fancy at all that we do. It's, it's, it's basic and it's effective. Yes. I'm telling you it's basic. And it's effective. There's several ways you could potentially do it. Get info. Listen, we could talk all day about this, but I know we're running out of time because we're very passionate about doing outreach nights. And, and a lot of that passion comes from just the mere fact that we've are done it wrong. Done it wrong ourselves. Just we be wasted, honest with you. I, to be quite, we can joke about how, how we've made it fail, but there's been several students in and out of our student ministries that if we were more effective, they yeah. could potentially still be here to this yeah, day. Yeah, absolutely. So we've learned the hard way, some things to do. And listen, we want to help you. So if you have an outreach uh, coming up and you're like, man, I would love to just chat some more about some of those things. Yeah. And, and uh, listen, again, hit us up, John at EssentialCoaching.us, Matt at EssentialCoaching.us, or hit us up on Facebook. Just go yeah. to Essential Coaching, go to our page, yeah. comment on some stuff, ask us some questions. Listen, I promise we don't have all the answers 100%. But we do feel that that effective outreach nights is one thing we do halfway decent. Um, And we would love to just help you out in any way we can, even if that's just telling you what we've done wrong, which Which is a lot. Just about everything we talked about today. (laughs) Just about everything we talked about today. Hey, anything before we sign off, PJ? Listen, the big big thing, one of the biggest things that's helped us out with everything we do outreach-wise is we get input from other pastors, other youth leaders, yep. other youth pastors that have done outreaches. You can learn so much yes. from just networking with people. Absolutely. That's it. Just network with people. Network with us. Get in touch with us. Absolutely. We'll give you people to get in touch with that are maybe in your area. We know people from all over the country that that do outreaches great. Sounds good. We will That's do it, it, man. We will do it. Hey, two guys talking youth ministry. Another episode in the book. Like it, share it, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. We'll, we will be hanging out with you in two weeks. See ya.